Okay. All right. So this is actually the first time that you and I have sat down together to really talk about Bobble House between us, right? Yeah. Since 2019. Since the beginning. Since the beginning. Like publicly talk about it. Publicly, yeah. Not, or just sharing yeah. what's going on. But yeah. All right. <laughs> there are a lot of secrets and stories to uncover to uncover yeah are you ready yeah okay let's, let's do, do it, it. <laughs> okay so um first of all how are you doing i'm good yeah i'm okay i'm keeping keeping it together i think um day by day how are you i'm good i think i'm a little background to today's monday New York has been raining from Storm Ophelia for the past couple of days, and finally today is a good day. The weather is nice. It was actually warm, but our store is closed on Monday, as you guys know, yeah. and it has been a very busy and hectic day so far, but extremely productive. Yeah. That's where we're at right now, and it's 6 p.m. on a Monday night that we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I think whenever someone asks me, how I'm doing I always think of it in um, I think of time in more of a grand scale but I'm learning more to just be in the moment yeah like, this is what happened today yeah this is what I did in the past hour yep and this is where I am instead of like oh here's my entire life story in the past <laughs> six months of what's been going on for me yeah so generally I'm good okay have, good good yeah that's good mm -hmm. well let's turn back the clock a little bit yeah. How do you feel about, so uh, again, sorry to jump back, but a little background about how we started. As you guys obviously know, Bubble House started back in 2020. We launched during the pandemic, during the peak actually in May. And mm -hmm. we started with our first pop-up on 213 Bowery. The OG fans will know the pop-up was 12 days long um, with contactless shopping. If you guys remember the QR code frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> And social distancing. And social distancing, yeah. Like six feet apart, or so we said. Yes. Staying six feet apart, like sanitizing all yep. the clothing yep. and everything. And then the second pop-up with he who not be named. <laughs> 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 Where yeah. we tried out uh, art gallery, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we have our own art gallery. Mm-hmm, yeah. Baba House Gallery. Baba House Gallery. Yes. And it's fifth exhibition already, which is kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. In and a year. Then, yeah. In a year. And then what? after our second pop-up in Brooklyn, and the third pop-up over on Ludlow um, for four months. So that was almost two years ago, which is kind of crazy. Because this store has only been open for one full year. Yes. We took a crazy. hiatus because we went to Shanghai for two and a half months. Yeah. Where we were stuck in a hotel for 14 straight days. Yes the quarantine that was fun yeah so yeah you and I have been through a lot yeah sometimes when I just think of Bobble House I, I think of all of that entire timeline basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so what's been happening this year do you want to share with everyone yeah um, I think you know my life has changed a lot and it's very closely tied with the business which is, you know, it's not good or bad. I just think we were talking about this earlier. It kind of just is what it is. Um, but I left New York last December. It's been almost a year. Um, 
And I actually, today we realized as we were, you know, planning the new collection that the last photo shoot for the previous collection, collection four, um, actually wasn't there because that was the first time that my mom, you know, was in the hospital and I flew out like the next day. So I wasn't at that photo shoot. And so I actually haven't been at a lot of the photo shoots that have happened this year. I've directed them all virtually. Virtual, yeah. Which has been interesting and fun. And honestly, <laughs> I think we did a really good job because, you know, we have a great team mm -hmm. and you have it very much together. Um, but yeah, I mean, a little bit about me. I'm from Colorado, and last year my mom was diagnosed with a, a terminal brain disease, which, first of all, we couldn't even diagnose for about four months. So that was a hectic process, and it was around September of last year. So I started going back and forth um, to kind of help out and, and see what was going on. Um, also because it's just me and my siblings. So, you know, our dad passed when we were in high school, so it's kind of us figuring out this new way of life. And for me, it was how to go back and forth and be a founder and do all the work that I needed to do and stay sane. And so I just didn't even realize, but um, it has now, again, I'll just repeat it. It's now been almost a year because it still is kind of unbelievable to me that um, I don't have a permanent residence in New York anymore, but the business is in New York and we're in New York and we just keep it going. So um, I think I've learned to compartmentalize and I'm really trying to be in the moment because that's really all that matters and um, family is all that matters. Like if you strip away everything else, I think that's the biggest thing that I learned this year, um, like through good and bad, you know, family, chosen family, the people that you have close to you, um, that's, yeah. How is your mom? <laughs> now and how is your family um my mom is stable now so there were many many months when there was a lot of instability because one we didn't know what her disease was um, it's a form of rheumatoid arthritis that travels to the brain but it's so rare that it was um it couldn't be diagnosed for a very very long time and so she went from being independent being able to walk living in her home living alone to having to go to a memory care facility and live there for a couple of months and then as the disease progressed eventually you know lost the ability to walk and then now has lost the ability to talk and express herself um, so then we had to move to a higher level of care a different facility um, so that's why I say stable is one of the best things that you can have, stability, you know, even if the situation is what it is. At least we're not running around trying to figure out all of these things. There's a little bit of a routine now because so many months of last year was getting a call that something had happened, right, or she had fallen or she was in the ER or we didn't know, you know, what had happened. Um, so now at least we know what the disease is. There, isn't necessarily a clear treatment, but there are medications that, you know, can ease um, ease the pain and you know her way of living now. And so, yeah, now we're just trying to spend as much time, quality time, like trying to do as many normal things as possible um, with her. So that's kind of the reason for me going back and forth so much from New York. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just froze. I'm sorry. I know. Um, uh, yeah. Because heavy things can get, I don't know, awkward.
awkward sometimes? Not awkward. No, I think it's just, I think I've been working alongside with you every single day for the past four years. Um, yeah. And Abby and I spend a lot of time together, you know, with Bible House, outside of Bible House. We are each other's chosen family in a way. And yeah. seeing you go through the hardest thing that I can imagine is hard and I can feel but I will never understand truly what you're going through I think that part is hard as well yeah I agree and something else that I've learned this year um, is to express my gratitude more and understand that everyone especially you are you know are just doing the best that you can to support and you are supporting and in the ways that you can and um, yeah so not always project everything so you know I want to say thank you because I know that no one will ever really understand what it is actually like but the community and the support and like seeing how many of my friends have been able to be there for me and step mm -hmm. up as well mm -hmm. um, just shows me how much love there is around yeah. yeah, and I hope you can feel the love that Bubble House has for you as well. You know, if 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 Bubble House is a baby, I personally <laughs> think of it is teenage age, or if not, going to college, where it's actually learning about life and going through real yeah. excuse my French, but shit, yeah. <laughs> the real hardships, the real hardship. You know, and I agree. Going from there. Let's talk about this collection, the newest collection. People say that Marvel House is so fashion, right? The last time we released anything new was June, was June. Pride. Yeah, it's almost like five months Five ago. months, yeah. Maybe around six months. Mm -hmm. And we really only do like one big collection per year. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, release it how we want to. I mean, even this time last year, we were having a fashion show inside the space, and it, mm -hmm. was, it was crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, the new collection... I think just represents where we are now mm -hmm. and where I am now mentally and physically has basically informed all of it um, so traveling around going to different places like I went to Italy this summer for two months and I know everyone thought it was like a beautiful Italian vacation but you know the main reason I went is because it was cheaper to live there than in New York City um, but of course, I took advantage of that and, you know, was living in Florence, was around so much amazing Renaissance art and a different culture and things like that. Um, and so I think that this collection, like you're saying, it's Bobble House a little bit grown up, mm -hmm. you know? We have, mm -hmm. are so used to using bright colors. Um, Patterns. Pattern, you know, things that are unexpected, but right now it's a different grown up mood and it kind of just reflects where, where we are right now. Not trying to predict the future and not trying to look at the past. Mm -hmm. um, I think building a brand is really hard because you're always, you're trying to anticipate what people want, one, in fashion, mm -hmm. but two, you're looking at how you built the brand in the past and what you can bring back from it. So there is always that. Um, but what I love about this one is like, it really does describe exactly where we are. Yeah. They call it quote unquote adulting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because yeah. I mean when we release this podcast, most likely you guys will already see the products online and 
you guys will see colors that we almost swore that we would never use, such as black. Yeah. <laughs> right? We're like, yeah. Bubble House will never release a black, like, like a, a black color product. Um, but look at us now. We're both yeah, wearing black. We're both wearing this black. From the new collection. We have dark brown, we have beige instead of magenta, tangerine, bubblegum. Yeah. You know? So, I guess the other question is how do you feel being like in the process of growing up or adulting? That's a great question. Yeah, because I was thinking about it the other day. And the reason that I asked this, or the reason that I said it is like, I remember when I was 26. I remember when we first had, when we, when we were at the Ludlow pop up. Mm-hmm. And the funny story about that is like, we worked in the store for 56 days. I counted 56 days without AC in yeah. the New York summer heat. Oh my God. Yeah. And people think, you know, founders and et cetera are maybe a way, a certain way, but we did, you know, we put blood, sweat and tears into Bubble House. Yeah. And still do. Still do. I mean, every single thing we still do ourselves. Yeah. You see us washing the windows and putting on the vinyl. Yep and picking up trash off the floor. So sorry, what was your question? <laughs> the all question all was, the things that we do. yeah, so like the reason I thought about it because when I, that was when I was 26 years old. So currently I'm 28. And when I was 26, I would tell my friends, oh, I feel like I'm 29. I feel like I'm 30 years old or 28. Mm-hmm. And one of my friends, and I still remember it so clearly, she said, you you think you feel like 28 right now, but you'll feel 28 when you're actually 28. And you look back, think, ah, oh, you are so young then. And I thought about it a lot That's because true. I met the same friend for dinner last weekend, and we we're talking about life. She moved in with her boyfriend, and you know, and and I remember so clearly because then I was like, oh, pff, I, I I'm mature. I know what I want, right? Um, but now when I'm actually 28.5 years old and I look back then I was like yeah I was young you know I think this year was one of the hardest but gratifying year that I've had the fortunate chance to live so far because so much shit has happened you know yeah. with the flagship with the economy with first time having a store with the first mm-hmm. time having a retail team personal life personal life relationships mm-hmm. family family a lot of shit like yeah. for both of us for both of us exactly yeah and one of maybe the hardest years to logistically deal with as well yeah like logistically financially yeah yeah and then and then this year has been a lot of unlearning reclaiming and then realizing Nothing is in my control, and now I'm happily and peacefully living every moment in the present instead of planning, because I realize there's no point to plan. Yeah, there is no point to planning. Yeah. Yeah, so I still don't know what question you're asking. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, my question is that, like, how do you feel about adulting? Yeah. Like, how are you adulting right now? Well, I'll be very honest. The, what you said about control is so real, and I always think of you know, what I actually can control, which right now is literally the food that I eat. I can control that every day, and those that's like a simple pleasure, or when I decide to work out or not work out, and things like that, because everything else is up in the air. The business, like where I'm living, my personal life, right, my family, and so I'm 29, one year older, um, and when I look at just how much work 
has gone into not only the business and this place, because we talk about it so much, and that's okay, but more so how much work that we've put into ourselves. I think that is the biggest thing that I've learned from adulting, because all the rest of it is logistics to me. You know, like you can find a place to live, you can find food to eat, and we're very fortunate for all those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the biggest things that I love about Bobble House, and I, you know, I think you feel the same, mm -hmm. is how much it has given back to us as well, and mm -hmm. has shaped our identity, mm -hmm. you know, separately as well. You know, like Bobble House is not just a combined identity. We both have very unique and specific things that we get out of it. And like you said for years, and I finally resonated with this, you were like, Bobble House saved me. I didn't quite understand what that meant, you know? Um, but it's the community, it's the work, and it's everything that was input into it as a space and a structure for it to literally save us mentally and emotionally as well, you know? Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, I think I wouldn't have came out of the closet if it wasn't for Baba House. If I stayed in my old corporate job, I think yeah. it would be very different very different for both for of sure. us. And even the things that we are used to sharing about our identities or are more okay sharing now, like I didn't tell a lot of people, I don't usually tell a lot of people that I'm adopted. I don't talk about it that much. Um, not that I was ashamed of, of it, but it just was something that made me feel different, right? And it's finally those things that, you know, make you different, mm -hmm. that connect you to other people, right? mm -hmm. that you actually find community in. Mm -hmm. I think that's something I've learned. I agree. Yeah, I remember that. I remember we, when we had the Asian American mental health panel at Ludlow House. Mm -hmm. That was 2021? 2020? 2021? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That was the first time you spoke about it publicly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I realize I don't, I don't talk about it much. Mm -hmm. But The other thing that I want to talk about with this new collection is, it's very emotional. Like I think I can feel physically the emotional ties and the change that yeah. you have personally put into this collection. Mm -hmm. And it really resonated with me. Um, what do you wanna say to people who resonate with that, with this collection and with the, with the emotions? Mm, so many things I could say. I think, okay, as an overarching piece of advice, it's kind of cliche, but, you know, really just be yourself and do what you want to do. Um, whether that be how you dress, who you're friends with, where you decide to live, you know, who you decide to date, because there is nothing more fulfilling than truly being yourself, and only really you know that. and. I think that in a business like ours, or even in a creative industry, sometimes we chase after things that we think we should be, instead of just being who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think finally with this collection, you know, I'm showing more of myself. I'm actually, you know, I'm not a super extroverted person. And I finally have accepted that about myself too. I think social media is not accurate for anyone. So, you know, this has happened throughout my life, that a lot of people, when they first meet me, they think that I'm gonna be more extroverted than I am, because I, you know, maybe show a very visual, different side of myself on social media. 
Um, but really, I like to speak through clothes. And I love fashion for a lot of different reasons. Um, but I like it to speak quietly, but boldly. And I think that was something that I, at first in fashion, everyone's trying to get attention. You think you have to be the loudest person in the room or garner the most attention or just take up more space. And actually you can make really meaningful connections with people through clothing by them really appreciating what the design is, what qualities are there, the quality of the clothing, the details that are there, and um, all of the things that it offers to them day to day. Because that's what clothing is, right? It's utility to mm -hmm. me. And so to circle that all back is like I finally feel like I'm more myself and that I can express myself fully through mm -hmm. Bobble House and mm -hmm. through fashion, um, which I think at the beginning you saw too, I just I felt like I was designing for Bobble House, like I was hired as a, I felt like I was hired as a designer to design mm -hmm. for this brand identity that already existed, when in fact it was the brand identity that we were creating together, mm -hmm. and then yes. I think that switch finally happened. Yes, and I'm so excited, I'm so, so excited, because it feels most you as well. <laughs> you know something about Lower East Side is like people just think like they can come in whenever, yeah. you know? And they don't know. read the sign. They don't read yeah. the sign. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think what you said about quietly and boldly really resonated with me. Mm. It reminded me of a quote, and I forgot who said it, is that color is a form of expression itself. And I think a lot of people forget that. Um, because we, maybe they see black, they just see black, or they see you know bright yellow. And I think in the beginning, we were trying to do so much more. Mm -hmm. when we realized that no color itself is a very quiet and bold expression yeah yeah for sure um cool well that's all that's all i have on my mind at this moment <laughs> how are you doing this year ah uh, where do i even start um i'm doing good this year i gave myself a goal is to be solid mentally solid physically solid and just be solid in life because yeah. I think I did a lot of exploration the past few years especially last year as well um, I was in a very serious relationship and that ended end of last year and went through a really turbulent <laughs> uh, post breakup a few months and yeah. I think one thing that I really learn and appreciate it about me and you and about human in general mm. or maybe about asian american women i don't want to generalize <laughs> but like, you know between us is that we're much 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 more resilient than i thought yeah you know um like you and i or you asian and I. american women oh you and i yeah oh interesting and i think with a lot of my mm. friends as well or with women in general i yeah. can't speak for men sorry yeah. to all the men out there but i can't speak for you I can speak for some women too. Yeah, I agree. Because when I went through, when I was going through the breakup or the last month of it, it did feel like I was giving everything I got into the relationship. Mm. And this is going to go into a little bit like, you know, relationship talk, bear with me. But, <laughs> um, I love love. I'm a very like hopeless romantic person at heart. You I are. think, yeah. 
And I have a lot of love to give too. I love loving people. I love caring for people. I'm like a mom mm -hmm. in nature. And I think the last relationship, I really did give my all. I shattered myself to pieces in order, and then give the pieces to her, you know. Yeah. But after all of that, when I realized I have nothing more to give, that's when the relationship ended. Mm. But after that, life still goes on. Right? Time still passed, the world still turns. We still got a business to run. Yeah. <laughs> and what I learned is my autopilot or my human nature is I started picking myself up and I started recreating the pieces that I shattered. It's almost I was rebuilding the vase of myself yeah. piece by piece by piece yeah. naturally. And through that process, I think I really made myself solid, which was my goal this year. Yeah. I made the vase stronger. I made the vase made out of metal instead of clay. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. It's a slow process, but it's almost my body and my mind knows how to do that once it was given a chance to do that. Yeah. And um, it was hard, hard for me to watch you go through that in the past year, too. Because I think we've watched each other go yeah. through relationships that haven't been right for us. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes the eras of Bobble House, I define in my head by, you know, who we were seeing. And that kind of is a timestamp. Mm -hmm. But to your point about the vase. 2021, 2022, 2023. And I'm like, where are all the t-shirts that I get to? <laughs> um, but to your point about the vase, I also... I think that's a great metaphor, and I think not only is it rebuilding in a different material, but it's also like a completely different shape mm -hmm. to me. It's like not even the same vase mm -hmm. at all, mm -hmm. you know? It's a, a completely new object in general, and mm -hmm. I feel like I've seen that happen, and you've seen you know, that process happen for me. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I love about us, and I just, because some people just, and our friends too, even look at us, and they're just like literally, how like how did this happen mm -hmm. right they can see a space and they can see all the events that we've thrown out and mm -hmm. the bubble house sounds and the gallery mm -hmm. and having you know employees now and having a staff and having all these responsibilities and they're like how did it happen and the only answer i have is that it is us and it's part of our nature that sometimes in the personal life when things are not going well we put that energy into work and that's something that i've always admired about you and um, something that I believe I have as well. And like when we met, I just, I knew that like we both worked so, so, so hard. Like no detail is left on the table. Mm -hmm. And that's how, and like that's the only, you know, answer I have for people. They're like, oh, is it like a production team? And who yep. did you hire? And how did you do it? I'm us. Like, I'm like, it's me, you can hire us on the side. Yeah, like, anything we, that you want. Yeah, if you have extra, <laughs> if, we, if we have extra time, we'll be hustling. And yeah. like, you can hire us at yeah. any time. That's um, the other funny thing is we recently got invited to speak at FIT graduate school mm -hmm. um, and the people, the other people on the panel are, you know, late 30s or late 40s and etc. And we're late 20 year olds sitting on stage and we're just looking at each other and realizing the amount of experience that we have, the amount of trials yeah. and turbulences that we have been through and we have tried everything and we have mm, I don't we haven't tried everything but we have hustled and tried every idea that we have 
um, when it comes to you know creative when it comes to sales yeah. when it comes to how to utilize the space yeah. all the way down to packaging mm-hmm. and storage yeah. and organizing the office yeah Abby here is a master at organizing. I love cleaning and organizing yes yeah I mean it's like what we were talking about earlier today it's like for entrepreneurs and founders in general most of the time it's not even about your idea it's about how hard you can hustle and what opportunities that you're creating right not Mm -hmm. just having fall in your lap you Mm -hmm. create them Mm -hmm. um and that's something that i think we both have learned and like fallen into yeah yeah and i think that maybe that's the reason a lot of tech entrepreneurs or startup founders have a got complex Mm. because they literally create something quote-unquote empire out of nothing that's true you know yeah and we're just in a totally different completely different lane and industry Mm -hmm. yeah good times good times but yeah that's how I'm doing overall I am very 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 excited for everyone to see this collection and I said the same thing about collection for as well I said that that was the best collection yet. And now I'll say the same thing about this collection. It's like, this is the best collection yet. It keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. Yeah. I think as a, I also never knew as a designer that it could be a true form of expression. And that also has to do with, you know, working corporate and not being able to, you know, yeah, express yourself fully because you're working for a brand or a different identity or under someone. And that's why so many of our friends and you know my friends from school and everything creatives, you know, whether or not they have a corporate job, most of them have a side project or a side hustle or something that they have full creative control over and just mm-hmm. full control to yeah, express themselves. Um, so that is something that I finally embraced fully with Bobble House and mm-hmm. I think it's going to show. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know what I just realized actually? What? that Bobble House actually became that place for a lot of people yeah. in the corporate world. Or actually not even corporate world, like just for a lot of people in our community, Yeah. right? Um, take Bobble House Sound, for example. It's a bi-weekly music program that started, I think, during the summer. And the first co-host that we worked with is Marina Kondo, a mm-hmm. Broadway star from K-pop the musical. And from that, we brought in so many artists, whether full-time or part-time, and this became a place for them to feel like home you know, and same thing for Bobble House Sound. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Bobble House Gallery. Yeah, is to provide those experiences. And I remember you telling me, you know, from the very, very beginning, from when it was just a podcast, or sorry, a <laughs> blog, in 2019, that you're like, I want to create that platform. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even though there's so much to the business that has to do with clothing and fashion and that, it's like, it also is that platform and all of those things. And it kind of naturally happened. Yeah. Which and I, I think, think is incredible. People don't realize the reason that we chose house in the name, mm. right? People always ask, like, what is Bobble House? Like, why do you name it Bobble House? Yeah. So this is the official answer, guys. You can only find it here once for all. What is Bobble House? Why do we name it Bobble House? Do you want to say it or do you want me to say it? You can say it. Okay. Bobble House <laughs> is a combination of bobbleheads and Bauhaus. But the reason that we chose house is you can find anything that you want in your home here. You can also find your home here. You can also find your chosen family in the community that we have built in this house. Yeah. It is truly a community space. 
and it does all of these different things together. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is a six person. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoy this collection and we have so many more stories that we can share yeah. and I'm sure this won't be the last one that we sit down together and talk to you guys. So maybe for the next time, let us know what are some of the questions that you have about our house. Yeah. And come and say hi. You know where we are. We're on the second floor of the flagship. We're literally always here. Always here. <laughs>